Hey friend, welcome to the Through It, Not Over It podcast. My name is Savannah and I'm a 20-something, recovering perfectionist and people pleaser who was obsessed with climbing the ranks in public accounting as a CPA. This podcast is all about navigating the adult world together as we have fun learning tips and tricks to help us organize our lives, prioritize our relationships, and incorporate play more often, all while going through the curveballs the world throws at us. So girlfriend, let's get to it. Hello, I am so excited to be back podcasting in my apartment the last few weeks being on the road and having to podcast wherever I am has really thrown me for a loop especially so early on so thank you for sticking with me the last few weeks and I'm excited to be back in my space so today's topic I've debated sharing this episode because I feel like some of you are not going to like this. But the more I've thought about it and reflected, and I had a lot of time to reflect while I was in the car over the past few weeks, I wish someone out there was sharing this perspective. And I've decided that means I must be the one to share this perspective with the world. Quick side tangent, we get to choose the meaning we give words. After all, Words are just words and feelings are just feelings, but it is the emotion and the meaning that we attach that can alter our day. So we get to choose what like meaning we draw from these things. So I've decided that if I'm not seeing something represented, represented, that means I am the one that needs to share that perspective. So anyways, my likely unpopular opinion is I am so sick of these lifestyle challenges, like 75 hard or the other versions that people are making out there. It could be that I used to be part of an MLM that focused on health and fitness. So a lot of people in my Instagram feed are health and fitness related. But goodness, I can think of at least 15 people who are doing, have done, or have stopped some sort of 75 hard or some sort of lifestyle challenge. Don't get me wrong, I will clap all damn day for them because they're doing something challenging and I'm going to support anyone who calls their shot. But I am sick of the pressure that these challenges create to make our lives perfect. Before I go too much more into this, let me give you some background. So Back in January, I started something called 75 Hard. It is a mental toughness program that is designed to get you outside of your comfort zone and teach you to push through the mundane. It is completing certain tasks every day for 75 days. If you slip up on one task, you start over. So the tasks, to give you some background, are two 45-minute workouts, one has to be outside and they cannot be back to back. They need to be separated by like three to five hours. So you can't work out in the gym, like lifting weights, and then immediately go for a 45 minute walk outside. They have to be separated. And so two 45 minute workouts, one has to be outside, drink a gallon of water a day, follow a meal plan, no cheats, no alcohol, read 10 pages of personal development a day, 
and a progress photo every single day. I think that's it. So that's what 75 hard is. And a lot of people out there are creating their own version of 75 hard, which that's a whole different topic. I truly believe that like, if you're going to do it, you need to do 75 hard because you can't make it like 75 easy because the point is to make it hard. Anyways, I support people trying to improve their lifestyle and taking on like a 30-day version, etc. But if you slip up on any one of the tasks, you have to start over on day one. So if you do a 44-minute workout, instead of 45, you have to start over. If you drink 0.99 gallons instead of one, you have to start over. You forget to take the progress photo, have to start over. Anyways, I failed around day 27 when I was doing this back in January because I ended up exhausted mentally and physically to the point I spent an entire day on the couch and off of work trying to pick myself back up. Don't get me wrong. I loved these individual components. So getting outside more, reading more, hydrating more, following a meal plan. I loved that idea. And I love the idea of stringing days and days and days of habits to build consistency. But I didn't love the extreme nature of these tasks. So you have to do two 45-minute workouts and one has to be outside if they can't be back-to-back. And this program is meant to teach you time management as well as mental toughness. But requiring at least 90 minutes of exercise was hard. I'm not talking about the physical aspect because you can do whatever you want. So it can be yoga, it can be walking, it can be running, literally anything you want. So you can kind of strategically pair a high intensity thing with a lower intensity thing to nourish your body. But 90 minutes of exercise is hard. At that time, I had just started a new position at work and I was still learning the ropes. And if you think about it, two 45-minute workouts, it's not really 90 minutes. It's going to come to like two, two and a half hours because you have to factor in the transition time between activities. So like the five minutes as you're wrapping up work and the five minutes as you change and the five minutes as you walk somewhere and the shower and changing the clothes. So it quickly becomes unreasonable with only 24 hours in a day. Eight to 10 of them are going to go to work. Seven to 10 of them are going to sleep. At least two two hours are going to go to exercise. So you're only left with two to seven hours of free time, depending on how much time you're sleeping and working, in which that free time you have to complete the other tasks. So eating, reading, progress photo, drinking your water. Some of those you can do like throughout the day. But on top of those tasks, you need to show up in your relationships and all the other adult things. And for me, that quickly got to be too much. And I know a lot of people, it's becoming too much as well. And back in January, I decided to prioritize other parts of my life instead of 75 hard. Then in March, I wrote a blog post talking about how I was craving the consistency aspect of 75 hard and stringing together habit day after day after day. But the amount of habits and the time commitment and the perfection part were not for me. So in that March 
blog post, I decided to come up with my own list of daily tasks for 50 days to have my own version to see if it was more aligned. But shocker, it wasn't. This all comes back to the habits episode I did a few weeks ago. It was episode three, and I'll definitely link it in the show notes. So how can we expect ourselves to be perfect at incorporating a laundry list of habits every day for 75 days in a row if we've never done that before? It's literally setting us up to fail. Some people succeed, and I'm so proud of them. But then what happens? What do you do after 75 days? Is it really realistic to do 75 hard for life? For some, I'm sure it is. But for some, it's not because there's so many seasons of our life and things change. And the amazing thing about life is we have seasons. So we have push seasons and we have rest seasons and we have grow seasons and harvest seasons, just like crops, right? Farmers aren't harvesting 365 days a year, because if they were, that would be exhausting. Of course, with the modernization of food, they are harvesting probably more because they can strategically place their crops. But what I'm getting at is we also have a winter where we're supposed to rest. And it all comes back to this cyclical way of living. And as females, you and I have a biological clock that is not 24 hours. It's 28 days or give or take, depending on your menstrual cycle. But in that, in your menstrual cycle, you have phases where you're more productive and phases where you need more rest and nourishment. And so is something like 75 hard or any other lifestyle challenge? I'm not just picking on 75 hard because I'm seeing so many other versions, like 30 days of, for June, like getting stronger and ready for the summer. But we have different phases and that happens over the course of a month or a week. Our hormones are changing and our body is changing over 28, 35 days. So 75 Hard is supposed to teach you time management and any of these lifestyle changes are going to teach you time management because you got to get these tasks in regardless of what's going on in your life. And I agree there are times that we just need to get shit done instead of making excuses. We need to stop listening to that inner mean girl, that gremlin, and listen to more of our BFF. And I think when we get this ingrained in us to just push past every single excuse, like a hundred percent of the excuses, we start to ignore our intuition even more. We already ignore intuition and that little girl inside of us because we forget to get quiet and listen to our bodies because our culture is so fast paced. You're going from one email to a text to another notification to the email to the chat to making sure your dog's fed to having a conversation with your partner and you never take a moment to just breathe. So why would we spend 20% of our year or 75 days getting further and further and further out of tune with ourselves by pushing past 100% of our excuses? I'm guessing... You're like me because you're here listening 
and you already spend so much of your day engrossed in everything else but tuning into yourself. You spend time at work focusing on that. You come home and take care of the house. You spend time with your friends and family. And before you know it, you are burnt out. You don't even know how to answer the question, how are you? Besides saying, fine or busy. We don't need one more thing that forces us to tune out our body's intuition. What happens when you tune out your body's intuition for 75 days or 30 days or 21 days? Are you going to go back to sitting on the couch all the time? Or are you going to keep those habits that you formed? Don't get me wrong. I love incorporating more movement, getting outside more, reading more, eliminating alcohol and the foods that make you feel not so great and eating all that processed junk and drinking more water. All of those are wonderful. But are you really going to do every single damn one of them every single day perfectly for the rest of your life? No. So why make yourself do them perfectly for 75 days in a row? Why not take the time to slowly build the habits that you want to have in your life? Why not add one habit every week or few weeks? Go back and listen to episode three. Why not do something attainable for the rest of your life and spend time tuning in to your intuition instead of focusing on a perfect day every day because you're setting yourself up to fail. Those 27 days I did 75 hard, I was consumed with nothing but 75 hard. And I was not showing up as the fiance I wanted to, the friend I wanted to be, or even the employee I wanted to be. Because all I could think about was, when am I doing my next workout? Am I going to have enough time? What should I eat? Did I drink enough water? Am I behind? And it was this constant cycle. So you're probably like, all right, great, Zanna, you just bashed these lifestyle challenges for the last 12 minutes. So like, yeah, that's great. What, what should I do with this? And this came to me on the car ride back from New Orleans as my fiance was listening to a podcast episode himself. And they were talking about themes and yearly themes. And I love the idea of a theme of a season because seasons change, right? We have spring, we have summer, we have winter, and we have fall. Those were definitely not in order, but we have seasons and the seasons mean different things for our plants, just like they mean different things for our bodies. So I love this idea of a theme for a season to hold you accountable and keep your head focused in the right direction. But these lifestyle challenges lead to this perfectionistic mindset. Is that even a word? Perfectionistic? This perfection mindset that causes us to ignore our inner wisdom. And I caught myself wanting to do some sort of life challenge, lifestyle challenge after being on the road for so long. And I'm guessing you can relate, like you're seeing all of these challenges and people holding themselves accountable. And you might feel like you need to regain control just like I do. And as I started to think about it more... I didn't want this feeling 
of needing to achieve perfection and to be constantly absorbed with 75 hard or a 30-day version or a 21-day version or a 45-day version. I wanted a overall theme or feeling so that I could keep the other priorities in my life and keep my head and mindset on a prize. So this summer, I'm focusing on a theme and I would challenge you to do the same. It's going to kind of be like a word for the year, but this will be a guidepost for us to keep us grounded this summer as we make decisions daily. There is actually a great video about themes that I will link in the show notes. They kind of talk about it in the yearly sense, but you can definitely do it in the season sense. And it's only six minutes and it is so worth your time. Plus it's animated. So it's got like cool little stick figures. Anyway, this summer for me is going to be the summer of intention. To be intentional in making progress, I must focus on myself and my needle and not compare myself to others. And I would encourage you to either come alongside me doing the summer of intention because that can mean something different for every single person, how you interpret the word intention. And I'm sure by the end of the summer, I will probably have a completely different meaning for what the summer of intention is because it's going to flow with me throughout any curveballs that occur. With the summer of intention, I love it because themes allow us to be flexible with what's happening around us, but are this guidepost or in the video, they talk about it like a little bot or like a friend coming alongside us. And when you're at a fork in the road, the bot will kind of help you choose between the two paths or will even allow you to see more paths or ways to implement the theme than we never would have seen before. So I am going to share a little bit how I'm choosing what I want intention or intentional or the summer of intention to really mean for me. So I have some not necessarily measurable outcomes, but some ideas of this was successful if I've done these things or moved in this direction. It's not necessarily a checklist of I must read 100 pages this summer for it to be an intentional summer. No, you'll see what I mean. So I want to be intentional in three ways. So that's kind of how I'm defining it. So one, I want to eliminate eliminate or decrease mindless scrolling or that feeling of where the F did my time go? When I'm on social media, I'm going to be asking myself, am I on here to be on social media and enjoying it? Or am I just mindlessly here? Because if I'm truly on there, to be catching up with friends or enjoying other content, then that's fine. I can be on there and enjoy it. But if I'm just on there to be on there, like I don't, I either need to decide I'm there and that's my social media time or I need to do something else. The second way I want to be more intentional is with moving my body, incorporating more movements that I like and are nourishing for my body. Weightlifting, walking, hiking, and prioritizing the time to do this movement. And whenever I'm moving my body, if it's weightlifting, a hike, walk, focusing on my 
body being there and not thinking about all the other things I need to do. Because if you're anything like me, you'll be in the gym because you know that's something that is good for your body. But while you're there, you're not really there. You're thinking of that unanswered message at work, the chores that need to be done, what you're having for dinner. Is Susie mad at you because of X, Y, Z? And you're not focusing on how powerful you are in the gym. So for me, it's not just moving my body. It's being present where I am. And the third is intentional with the food that I consume this summer. Asking myself questions like, why am I eating? And is what I'm eating making me feel good or not so good? Am I eating out of habit or am I eating because I'm hungry and this is what I need right now? When I'm enjoying food, also focusing on that moment and minimizing the other activities at the same time, like working lunches. Can I get an amen if you've worked through one too many lunches? Because I know I definitely have. So that this is what I think summer of intention is going to mean. Really being present with the activities that I'm doing with social media, moving my body, and what nourishment I put into my body. But come end of August, I could find out that the summer of intention really meant prioritizing my relationships or something I never even thought of. But right now I'm setting out with my trusty little bot, Mr. Intention, who is going to walk with me over the next three months or so and help me see where I can prioritize intention. I would highly encourage you to pick a theme for this summer or to do the summer of intention with me as well. It can be anything you want, but kind of phrase it in summer of blank, summer of health, summer of fun, summer of novelty, but something to be a guidepost as you continue to improve yourself as a goal-driven woman. Because you already know the worst feeling is to get to the end of the season or an end of a year and go, damn it, I didn't prioritize myself again and my goals fell to the wayside and now I feel worse than I did a few weeks ago, months ago, a year ago. So once you choose your theme, send me a message on Instagram letting me know what you picked and I cannot wait to see how the summer of intention unfolds for me and the summer of whatever it is for you unfolds and know that I am always rooting for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend. Yes, text her right now as you're listening or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am honored to be on this journey with you. So until next time, Keep your chin high as you go through all life throws at you. I'll talk to you soon.